Okay, Bokar Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with the Igarat Haraman, the Raman's letter. And we're talking about the Midav Anava, the character trait of humility and its relationship to Yirah, to fear of Hashem. So we said, the last thing we read is Ubavur Anava, Talali Bechamidat Once you have the Anava, the humility, so then the Yirah, the fear of Hashem, will follow. So he explains more, the Raman explains more. Kititen El Tamid, you will always. Place in your heart, you will always pay attention. Me'ayin bata, where you came from. Ul'ana tahalech, to where you are going. Ve'sha'ata rima v'tolea b'chayecha v'afki b'motcha. So you are like maggots and worms in your life, and all the more so at the time of death. Ve'lifnei mi'ata atid l'tendin v'cheshbon, and in front of whom you are eventually going to have judgment. Lifne melech ha'kavod, in front of the king of honor. Okay, he's going to bring Psukim to substantiate this in uh, later on in this paragraph, in this letter. Okay, so I just want to share a few thoughts from a couple of places related to this. So the first is the language of kiten el tamid, always place on your heart, always pay attention. So he points out here in the Parchei Shoshanim edition that reaching humility requires, and really any midah requires constant repetition of the ideas. I mean, a person has an idea, a person has an understanding. However, the effect on a person's life only comes with constant repetition. So that's why it says you always have to place on your heart this idea where you came from, where you're going, that you are but like worms and maggots in this world. So that requires constant repetition in order for it to come inside a person because it's not just to know it in his mind not just to know it in his mind but it also has to penetrate into a person's heart penetrating into a person's heart can only come by going over it again and again and we said that's the general idea with this letter in general the holy Gertaramban that in order for Musar to pierce into a person's heart for it not just to be in his mind but also to be part of him or part of her requires constant repetition reading it over and over again until it's absorbed and becomes part of the person, becomes go into the, the, the feelings, the emotions, the, the, what we call the affective domain of a person's life. That requires constant repetition of the ideas. Okay, so what are the ideas? So he starts off with the, the phrase, where you, where you come from, where you're going, and who are you going to eventually be given judgment. So this is all based on the Mishnah Perkei Avot, where uh, I'll read you the Mishnah in, in, uh, in Perkei Avot, where it's quoted in many places. Um, and the Mishnah says, it quotes, Akavya bin Mahalalel, in Mishnah Perkei Avot, Perkei Mishnah Aleph, Da ma'ayin bata, know from where you came. Mitipa sirucha, where do you come from? From a putrid seed, from the seed that, of the man that it's, it, it decays and eventually uh, becomes the, the child. But it's, it's, it's nothing that a person comes from. Where are you going? You're going to a place of, of dirt, of dust. Of maggots and worms. Uh, a place of nothingness. The person's life, it ends, and he goes back to nothingness. And in front of whom will you have to give judgment eventually? In front of the king of all kings? So the Mishnah tells a person to think 
right? And it's interesting because obviously the nisham, this doesn't these, these rules do not apply to the nishama. The nishama did not come be tipasurcha. The nishama did not go lemakom afar. He's not going to go to the rikom afar. The nishama is going to the highest place. However, Rakavia ben Mahalalel is emphasizing for a person the bringing humility, bringing humility, the person to have humility, he has to focus on the body because the body is what leads the person to arrogance. So when he thinks about the fact that the body came from nothingness and the body is going to nothingness, so why give so much importance to the body? Why think that you're so great? It's your physicality which makes you think that you're, that you're great. It's the it's because when a person, the spirit within the Shema of the person in its in its essence, recognizes its connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and it recognizes all the things we we spoke about in the last year about how the humility in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the subservience to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But it's the physical drives that lead a person to have these these feelings of arrogance, and he feels good about himself and feels good about the pleasures of this world, and that leads to that elevated state of of arrogance. So the humility is we're speaking to the body. Right? The body, know where you came from. You came from Tipa Asrucha. Know where you're going. You're going to Makom Afarim Avatoliyah. And, um, and know eventually you're going to have to give a judgment in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the uh, Rabbi Foyer, in his book, quotes this Mesilla Isharim. He quotes it in English, but I'll try to read some of it in Hebrew and translate. Uh, his, uh, the Mesilla Isharim, his explanation, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzatov, Rabbi Chal's explanation of this Mishnah. He says, Ki be'emet, all these thoughts are directly against ga'ava, directly against arrogance, and they certainly help the person with anava, with humility. When a person thinks about the lowliness of his physicality and the, how low it is where he came from, his beginnings, his forming, where, where it's, it's of nothingness. There's no reason to feel arrogant, no reason to feel great. He's nothing. His physicality is nothing. Ella, rather, he should be embarrassed. He comes in front of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. His physicality is, is a, came from nowhere, is going to nowhere. So, where's the room for arrogance? Where's the room for a person to think that he's better than anybody else, that he's there's something so special or, or wonderful about him? The. the, the the arrogance that's connected with his with his uh, spirit and it's connected to the physicality. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Ha lemaze dome. What is it similar to? Leroe chazirim. Somebody who's a pig shepherd. He's, he's or they translated here as a swine herd. His job is to take care of the pigs. Shegiyelimloch. Okay, so let's say something happened. He got he had the siata deshmaya. Hashem helped him and he ends up becoming a king. Whenever he goes back and thinks about his the old days where he came from, who he was, he have He can't achieve pride. He can't think that he's so great. He can't think. And as we've seen, we've studied in the past and other svarim, pride is thinking that you're better than other people. Something makes you better than other people. How could it be? You're just like the worms and the dust. How could a person, such a person, think that he's better? Than anybody else. So that's how the Mesilla Yisraelim explains this, and the these words of Ramban, the fact that where you come from, where you're going, you're like worms and maggots in your life, and certainly in, in at the time of death, 
So those are uh, borrowed from this Mishnah and vote, and we saw the the fact that Ramchal explains how these things, these thoughts, can persons thinking about their past and the future can save a person from the midah of gava from being arrogant and help him with the midah of anava. Okay, Bezer Hashem. In the next year, we'll continue with. Uh, more of Rabbi Foyer's comments on this line and the concept of the thought of, of death and how it leads to humility. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tov.